How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV Christmas special. Our first Christmas special, the 2020 Christmas special. Tim, let's just not even do intros. Let's not even talk about ourselves right now. There's only one way to start a Christmas special. And yeah. that's with grace. Tim, would you would you lead us in grace? Yeah. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's beautiful. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Josh Labah. And I'm Tim Wagner. Tim? Yep. We got ourselves a Christmas special started up here. Mm-hmm. We are going to get into a few different things. This is going to be it's going to be different. So everybody out there, it's going to be fun. Hang in there with us. I hope it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a ride. And I'm glad you're along for the journey. Oh, we getting what? crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, we feel, gonna get crazy. I feel like the way you intro that, like, we're about to take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm gonna get real weird. <laughs> <laughs> I I got a got my Christmas Ooh. bourbon. Mm. I'm drinking some water. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, I'm not. I have that on the side. It's getting not a bad idea. crazy. No, you know what I did do though, and I and I messed it up. I brought home a can of pop. We call it pop here in Minnesota. If you're not from Minnesota, home some ginger ale. There's one of the stops that I hit up. Always has like pop for anybody that comes in there. Like, just anybody. You just grab a pop. It's all free. All free pop, all free water. Yeah, it's like a. they only work with, like, contractors and stuff, so it's not, like, open to the public. It's just contractors. And they just, just a dope place. Like, they're just like, yeah. We're not going to give you, you know, like a Christmas card at the end of the year, say thanks for your business. You get free soda year-round. We say thank you always, which is dope. So I go in there all the time and they let me grab stuff too. And I grabbed a ginger ale and uh, I forgot it on my truck. 100% was like, I'm going to grab this ginger ale. I'm going to bring it home. I'm going to have it with some bourbon tonight on the podcast. And now I have a cup of water and ginger ale is in my truck. And actually the bourbon's in my wife's trunk. So... Hmm. That's, that's hell shit. Well, shit. Probably could have handled that before the podcast started, but here we are making the realization. Headphones on, ready to roll. Yeah, we already said grace. I guess we're in it now. <laughs> Once you say grace, there's no going back in the Christmas special. All right, Tim, let's talk about Christmas trees, dude. Woo! Are you a, a real or fake Christmas tree guy? I gotta ask. You know, I am fake. A thousand percent fake. Here 
in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But to tie this into fishing a little bit, if I lived in a state where it was legal for us to put our Christmas tree in the water like they do in some other states to have man-made structure, I would for sure be a live guy because after each year I would bring that Christmas tree out and I would build myself a structure and I'd make sure I mapped it on my GPS and I just create hot spots in my own lake. But we don't get to do that here in Minnesota. So I have a fake Christmas tree. Like uh, dumping, right? Like that's dumping some, like it's illegal dumping of some sort, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly like what, law you're breaking but we are not allowed to put any man-made structure in the water like you can even like if you look in like the uh bass pro shops or cabela's um catalogs and stuff a lot of times you'll see like pvc trees that are man-made structure you can drop in the water but we can't get those here i mean you probably could buy them and throw them in the water if nobody's looking but you're not supposed to, so I don't. Because <laughs> right, right, right. that's not. No, there's no point in risking that. Like, I'm not going to spend money to potentially mm-hmm. get fined. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just stupid. I'll just <laughs> to, to potentially have yeah. to spend more money, <laughs> right? Just to make a hot spot that's not just yeah. mine. Somebody else is going to find that shit for sure. Especially if I'm the guy always on it. Yeah. Damn, that's weird, dude. I had no idea. That's really cool, though. I had I didn't even know that was a thing. It, it, it makes a lot of sense because as, as you're saying it, I'm like picturing it in my head. But you know, I'm I'm a fake tree guy too. I love the smell of a real tree, but dude, we got a couple real trees when we were kids, and like I I remember the smell. Obviously, like that is one of your highest memory senses, you know, or one of the highest senses tied to memory. So you can really recall it. And we live in Minnesota where these trees actually grow. So every fall and every spring you smell that these trees light up, but it's so much work, dude. They're so messy. They're so sticky. It's, Oh, I hated it. Same. Like just, I mean, you get some of the fake little bristles and stuff on the ground with the fake tree, but the real trees, like all these needles and stuff. My sister-in-law gets the real trees a lot and they're nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks good Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. more power to them. Like if that's, if you want to go through that stuff every year, but I just don't No thanks. But, uh, another, I, I would say that another part would, that wouldn't be too bad to have a real tree is I got, asshole cats that climb the fake tree and Mm -hmm. bend the branches because they're not made for these fat (laughs) shit cats to lay in but a real tree could handle the weight and even if they break the branch whatever i throw it away and get another one but yeah i but they fuck up the fake trees i see i see the benefits but i'm also kind of a perfectionist when it comes to like lighting and stuff so I like to have mm-hmm. the fake tree because I'll put like a layer down and then I'll wrap lights on like the inside and mm-hmm. the outside, like two loops mm-hmm. and then next layer, two loops, next layer. And then you light that bitch up and you're just like, oh man, that's, that's the thing yeah. of beauty. Yeah. And the, the chaos that is nature is too unpredictable with a uh, real tree. I get yeah. it. 
Yep. Yeah. It's All right. Well, the branch spacing is not as optimal as it is when it's fake. And I can't just take them apart in sections, you know? Just, <laughs> right. Just that, it's harder to get in and out of the house. Oh yeah. That part too. I've without never, a, I've never bought or anything like that. Yeah. I've never bought a real Christmas tree. I don't ever remember having a real Christmas tree as a kid even. I think it's been fake my whole life. I mean, maybe when I was real little, but I do not ever remember. Shit, I forgot to turn down my phone. God, your phone. I don't even have a cool up. noise or nothing. Just straight up bonk. Shit. <laughs> don't even get to have you guys be like, oh, he does this with his text noise. Nope, I just have... <laughs> Boring ass is a fart. bullshit. <laughs> <Big> <laughs> fart <sound. laughs> I knew he liked farts. I knew he was going to be a fart guy. <laughs> I n- totally called him for a fart guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, if you if you listen to the podcast any length of time, you know that I'm probably going to bring up some history. So what the hell? Here we go. <laughs> History.com Christmas tree story. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Long before Christianity, bringing evergreens into the house was a thing during winter because they were all like, it's fucking really dark all the time. We should bring the one thing that survives the really dark inside and celebrate that. Like mm. Vikings, Celts, Druids, Egyptians even didn't even did it. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No. So you're saying like, because everything else died, they're just like, eh, we got a hardy tree. They're going to bring it inside and celebrate it. Because I don't know why I'm Irish right now, but is that, that's the Celts, right? Aren't they Irish? Right, because they're usually, oh, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, you're you're not wrong there. Um, we, got a, we got a hardy tree, it's a, you know. It lives through these rough winters, so what we're going to do is cut it down, bring it inside, say, Hail, Christmas tree, and leave it in the middle of the room until it dies, I guess. This was a shit plan. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that lives through Christmas we have killed in celebration. The fuck? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, those would have been the, the, the Christian... Oh, I should have said winter. By that point, though, if they're celebrating uh, Christmas. But. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you <laughs> did the research on I'm the just, history. I'm, I'm, just, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here for the color commentary. I'm just rolling with whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways, I was surprised to see that. Like, I didn't know that it was that big. Yeah. So I knew that the Vikings kind of did that stuff uh, through uh, interests in the family. Uh, but I didn't know that the Egyptians did, but really the crazy thing is, is everybody was just like, it's, this is the part of the year where the days get to their shortest. And so they were bringing these live things inside these things that, you know, were still alive during the shortest days, uh, to like hope that the sun God wasn't too sick and they would come back. I was like, Whoa, Mm, raw, right? What's with the sun Ra for the Egyptians? Yep. Yep. And it was the symbol of uh, life over death, the celebration um, of life over death because of the being so dark was the death, right? And 
on the other side of the winter solstice are longer days. And that was the life coming back. And uh, for both the Egyptians and, you know, like I said before, the Vikings, Druids, Celts, stuff like that, they were celebrating the sun coming back like they were trying to celebrate so that it it's quick recovery, basically, of the right. sun god. I was okay. like, damn, that's crazy. That is crazy. I think that, that's a nuts way to think about it, but I think the craziest part about that story is that Egyptians had evergreen trees. I never Dude. would have guessed like every picture you see they'd... of Egyptians is like, it's just all sand and pyramids. And it's like, do you even people, do you people even know what plants are like, and you have <laughs> well, evergreen trees? That's... I didn't, I had no idea. Right. I never would have guessed. I, I didn't even know that things weren't ever were, were not evergreen. Yeah. I didn't know things were not evergreen there because back in the day when the Nile was fucking huge and actually supported this, there was a lot of greenery around. There was there was a lot of greenery around, you know, the Nile because it was the only right. water source. Yeah. Uh, but so I just assumed, yeah, desert, warm climate, everything was green all the time. So I'm like, huh, this is a little weird. But the, yeah. it didn't get into that. Like the, the the article didn't get into all of that. You know, that's a whole different spinoff. And I was just like, damn, that's crazy. Right. So, yeah, me and you had the same thought, though. It's just like, man, we don't know shit about Egypt. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I guess like when I think about it, I knew that the Nile River was a thing. But I always picture like anything over there around water to be just like what you saw in the jungle book, you know, like it's just mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. vines and like thick weeds. Yeah. Like a, almost like a, like a rainforest really. Like something that, yeah. like I said, just looks like it will never die. Like there's just no way this isn't alive. 365. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I didn't it's... get into Egypt biology right. or whatever. So the 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 Romans, you know, they started they do the evergreen decorations thing and they party like Thanksgiving, dude, when it came to like the winter the winter solstice cuz you know this all falls around the winter solstice, December 21st yep. is the winter solstice, shorter day of the year. Yep. 21st, 24th, you know, whatever. We're we're in the ballpark here. Yep. And the Romans, yeah, they had like a Thanksgiving celebration basically. They just they just fucking ate, partied uh, cuz they were actually celebrating saturn the god of agriculture and i was just like yeah that sounds like thanksgiving like that's right. just so crazy well, i guess this is really probably how we know oh go ahead what were you gonna say about I, the romans i was just gonna say like i feel like a lot of the celebrations back in the day were um more of like the same thing like every mm -hmm. celebration was just like a party like this is how it's gonna go because now we have like there's yep. got to be like a theme to everything for like shopping purposes and shit like oh no you got to mm -hmm. get pastel colors and rabbits and shit right. for easter and mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. santa and it's red and green for <laughs> christmas and you know it's like everything's mm -hmm. like no you got to have certain colors and certain things and i feel like back in the day it wasn't as specific it was just like, yes, right. You know, this is mm -hmm. we're saying thanks to this guy, 
And everybody's just like, what are we doing? It's just like, ah, shut up and drink, dude. <laughs> Stop asking so many <laughs> damn questions. Have yeah, a beer. It's a big old party. Does it matter why we're partying? Let's just party, dude. Speaking of parties, those Germans, man, they know how to party. Am I right? Oh, uh, yeah. That, I'm just trying I'm just trying to make a transition. The October <laughs> the Oktoberfest. I love the that's my favorite oh, uh I see. The that's my favorite um, slot machine. Oh, that's something from last episode. I should have said <laughs> I like going to the casinos, dude. Can't go to the casinos oh, with this COVID shit. stuff, but they have the beer house yeah. slot machine. And every you know, like if you guys never play slot machines, they have the bonuses, you know. And when mm-hmm. you get the bonus, mm-hmm. that one is it's called beer house, and it's just like some German dude that just goes beer house and then it's like it's like it's 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 not just getting a bonus like it's just fun you're like yeah somebody bring me a fucking beer this is awesome (laughs) this is awesome that's how like i think that is a pretty good expression of this part of the country or this part of the state this like middle part of the state is it's just filled with Germans. And I think that's why, like, I think that's what, where a lot of my influence of the Christmas tree and stuff like that comes from, because like, again, this, this is like family lore. I don't have a DNA test or anything like that, but like, everyone's just like, Oh no, you're German. You're just super German. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess. But, but like that, the, like the Germans are really the ones that are the Tannenbaum are the ones who, you know, oh, Tannenbaum, oh, right. Tannenbaum. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who really, like, started it off, I guess, in, like, the 16th century. And then they came over here, and some people were just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's some pagan shit, isn't it? Isn't that what the Vikings used to do? And I'm like, what? How do you go from, like, the... 16th century all the way back to vikings and just start like accusing it's so fucking weird how the right. world works sometimes when you look back at it isn't it yeah this is, dude the so world weird. in the olden times was so fucked up like mm-hmm. so it, another podcast that i listen to is uh time suck and with dan cummins mm-hmm. and hit one of his last episodes he did on the dark ages and holy oh, shit dude god just like just crazy stuff just mm. absolutely crazy mm-hmm. stuff where they just you know like the torture devices and stuff the the stuff that was allowed oh, back then no. to get to get like information out of somebody like mm-hmm. you know none of that shit flies today like you can't you can't do anything. There's all these like morals on top of just actual laws. And back then it's like people were just savages. Dude. It's so weird, right? It's so weird to think about that. And I mean, not to, you know, stereotype Germans or anything like that. I guess I can, because according, according to, According, I'm full German, so I can say whatever yeah, the fuck okay. I want about Germans. You don't even need to be <laughs> no, German. But They're like you. You can stereotype the shit out of Germans. Like, it's <laughs> true. And they started two world wars. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, 
Okay, so the Germans are pretty much credited with bringing the Christmas tree over. But did you know that the they used to decorate it with food, basically? The no. Germans were the ones who like did, who like they decorated their tree as food, and I because I always wondered like where the fuck who's making fucking popcorn garland like where is this coming from why do I always see popcorn wrapped around people's trees you seen that shit before yes I have seen that stuff before yeah like they they get the sewing needle with the yarn or whatever yeah. and put it through the popcorn yeah. yeah I remember doing that shit way back like in school times what and then no, I was, you did it I remember like having to do that in like a class or whatever and like just like what the fuck this is the, why are we like oh, it's garland we're making out of popcorn I just thought it was like some stupid craft I didn't know that there was like an actual backstory behind it where the teacher's just like yeah. oh, so we're gonna put popcorn in our Christmas tree and just like whatever fucking idiot and then yeah, like, like when you used to put uh, raw macaroni in between two paper plates and it was like hey yeah. you got a maraca yeah and, and then I, I guess I'm just doing that shit right and then I remember too, like, um, the popcorn eventually turned into like where we were, you know, uh, using the glue sticks to make like the paper ring, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. garland or whatever. All of it was garbage. It's mm-hmm. just you're you literally <laughs> just turn a Christmas tree into like a kindergartner's art project, and you're just <laughs> ugh, I hate the way they look, <laughs> like. I'm gonna oh, teach my I kid. Know. I never. I. What, I'm gonna teach my son. Just like no, we uh, we have nice ornaments for a reason, because these Christmas <laughs> trees, they our Christmas tree looks <laughs> nice. Like I actually want to look at my Christmas tree. If you bring right. home some shit that they make you make in class, still, man, maybe we'll put it on the Christmas tree. Most likely it's going on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get him his own. I mean, we have a little Christmas tree. That's that's going to be my out. Uh, stick it on the little little Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Get him his own. <laughs> you put it on your Christmas tree, bud. The one we're going to stick in your room right, so exactly. nobody else has to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny to like think about that because that's exactly the same way I thought about it. I always would see it in like in movies and cartoons and stuff like that. And I was just like, why? And it's not like the Germans specifically used popcorn. It was that that's where like the tradition of putting like food on the tree came from that. And, and of course, eventually just turned into popcorn. Whoever invented that. That's the, like the DIY shit from back in the day. Like, we have all these hacks and stuff. You're watching all these different Instagram clips and YouTube videos and whatnot to try to get ideas of what you can do differently. And back then, everybody, you just got the Germans. And I'm going to put a ham in my Christmas tree. You know, <laughs> and, and then and then you just have like some crafty like person is just like, oh, I'm going to take a piece of yarn and put it through i can't do a german accent that good right now uh, whatever just, just like i'm gonna <laughs> put get it. it i get it yeah oh the popcorn on there and then they're just like oh my gosh olga is a game changer 
I've been putting just pieces of ham in my Christmas tree. And you see like this garland, like actually get to make a decoration. There's just not chunks of meat hanging from my tree. I, I don't know. Was it meat? Did it say what kind of food it was? Or No, no, it didn't. It just kind of, it pretty quickly made the transition from Germans used food. <clears throat> Excuse me. It made the transition pretty quickly from, uh, Germans used to use food, and that's why you see the popcorn thing sometimes. Oh, okay. Someone really? invented that. Who knows when? And then electricity came around, and hey, hey, that's how we got our Christmas tree today. Thank you, electricity. Right. They like pretzels, too. If I was back then, oh, yeah. I would be making pretzels in the shapes of things. And they, their oh. first ornaments, look at that. Bang, boom, zim, zam. <laughs> I got. I gotta tell you just guys. Just like what Beckett's gonna bring home yeah. next year when he goes <laughs> to school and has to make a stupid Christmas thing because the teacher told him to. Right, right. It's just <laughs> we're gonna be like sweet. You get to put a pretzel in the tree, and then like gotta have the inner debate: like, do I put it on the bottom and just let the animals eat it now, or do I put it on the top? And let their dumb asses fuck up the whole tree <laughs> climbing up there to grab the pretzel. I don't know which one, what's worse. <laughs> Just putting. Uh, that's pretty great. I got a full disclosure for everyone listening. So, in case I'm saying weird shit like bing boom, zim zabber, or whatever I just said. Um, I have been sleep deprived and I have had way too much coffee today. And I am like just in a different world right now, but we're we're still rolling. I've I find myself saying stuff right now, and then when we finish saying stuff, I'm just like, no idea where that came from or why I just said it. Hmm. So just wanted to let you guys know that like after I say "bing boom zim zabber" or whatever I just said, I'm just like, Whoa, the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> hey the holiday season it will get the best of you it is hey. a time we i mean it's supposed to be a time of rest and relaxation celebration but you know uh it's super busy and crazy leading up to it hopefully you guys out there are enjoying it hopefully you're enjoying this on your christmas celebration that would be pretty awesome yeah um so tim let's let's go into a little little something different here Right. We're not just going to sit here and chit-chat Christmas chit-chat. Uh, trees all podcast long. Let's uh, let's go check in on the poet corner. We're going to go check oh. in with some friends who got a little poetry for us. Take it away, poets. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're back for another edition of the Poets Corner here at the Bingo Emporium, the back room that we got a sweet deal on. Because my man, Ed Stewart, shout out to Ed, got a hookup from his grandma who owns the place. So, there you go. Ed is the man hooking this up. To start things off, I got a little poem I wrote since it's Christmas and we're at the Bingo Emporium. B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O. Let it snow, let it snow, let it's no all right all right coming to the stage now with a rendition of a classic christmas song we got my man ed 
Stewart. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for coming out to the Bingo Emporium. What a bright time. It's the right time to rock the night away. Jingle bell time is a swell time to go gliding in a one-horse sleigh. Giddy up, jingle horse. Pick up your feet. Jingle around the clock. Mix and a mingle in the jingle and feet. That's the Jingle Bell Rock. Thank you. Dang, Ed. You sounded sexy as your grandma that got us that deal on this room. Shout out to your grams. 70% off the back room at the Bingo Emporium is a little steep to just be a family discount. You know what I'm saying, Ed? She made me some of those cookies with the kisses on top, and then I gave her some right back. Alright, now coming to the stage is a man known only as Smokey Joe. Smokey Joe's coming off of his big win right in the other room here at the Bingo Emporium. Blackout, baby. He won it all. Smokey Joe just felt inspired to come in and give us a rendition of a Christmas classic that he loves. Take it away, Smokey Joe. Hey, this is Smokey Joe. I love the zone and dreaming of a white gremlin. So, here you go. Badoo, badoo, boo, boo, a boo, badoo, 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 boo, 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 badoo. I'm dreaming of a white gremlin. Just like the one I used to know. Thank you. Smokey Joe killing it out in the main room with the blackout win and then killing it in the back room. It's just a thing of beauty. Thank you, Smokey Joe, for opening up your soul. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up our evening here at the Bingo Emporium. Now I'd like to do a little outro, my version of a slam poetry. I'm a little bit too mellow, so I'm going to do the slam, but it's still going to be gentle. Ed, your grandma knows what I'm talking about. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to say goodnight. But don't drive home if you've been having that eggnog spike with that kombucha. Make sure that you go and get yourself an Uber. And that Uber driver is the horse. His car is your sleigh. Me and Ed's grandma are going to share a ride. He knows what I'm talking about. We're going to ride in that one-horse open sleigh. So thanks for coming out this evening, y'all. We're about to kick it back to the radio station that let this play, the local station, WKB8. Don't forget to tell your bartender. Well, wasn't that just a fantastic holiday-spirited session of poetry? Tim, you ready to get back into it? Yeah, man, that got me in the mood. That's just... That was just something else.
<laughs> I believe the internet will probably say the exact same thing. That was <laughs> something else. Um, Read all about it. Extra, extra. <laughs> the Real AF TV podcast is uh, something else. <laughs> if it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a special holiday episode without the appearance of <laughs> the newsy boy. The the, the newsy boy. <laughs> that's a that's a good name for. I just him. coined that term right now. <laughs> it is. It's pretty decent. Huh? I just made that up right now. I got lucky. I think on that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, buy it. Don't buy your papers from that punk down the street. Get it right here and get your scoops fresh out. <laughs> <laughs> the newsy boy. I can't stop laughing about. It. I can't even do it well right now because I'm chuckling about it. Well, let's go. No, no history lesson on this one. Let's just let's just let's just uh, chit chat. Let's just shoot the shit. That I don't know. I don't know any other pew, 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 words pew. like that. Help me out. Oh, pew pew. <laughs> no, shooting. we are let's not going to talk shit. about the Star Wars holiday special. Oh, oh no, I'm I'm shooting the shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah let's let's just let's just talk let's about our, our christmas feasts our christmas feasts food feast do you have a feast is it is it really a feast on christmas like bro thanksgiving for you guys yes christmas is the best dude because we have something we have something that probably not a lot of households have and it is my grandma's recipe, my dad's mom, uh, she has uh, passed away. Um, I don't can't even remember how many years ago, but it's been a while. But the recipe lives on. And we have meatballs. Every year on Christmas, we have meatballs. And I am a sucker for a good meatball. Mm, man, it is my favorite. <laughs> yes. Like I will have like uh, I don't even know how many. I lose count every year. I eat way too many meatballs, man. <laughs> like I try take I purposely take small amounts of everything else that is there to make sure I have a room for enough meatballs. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love that whole story. That it's it's your grandma's recipe. She she passed on several years ago, but like the the recipe lives on, and it's just like it sounds like something you look forward to every year. You're just like, hey, 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 can't wait for Christmas because them grandma's oh, meatballs, man. Grandma's meatballs. Yeah. Grandma's meatballs, bro. It's grandma's meatballs time. Like they only come around at Christmas. Mm, can't wait. Need them Christmas meatballs. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, I love that. We we always have meatballs too, but they're just like the frozen meatballs from Target with a, a can of that uh, Heinz brown gravy. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even have it. It's just not even a kind of gravy. It's just called brown gravy, which right. is like <laughs> hot dog sauce. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just, their, their commercial slogan would be like, Heinz brown gravy. It ain't ketchup. <laughs> no, all right i take your word for it it's difficult okay we'll use it no i like i like that right. stuff i don't know what flavor it is but i remember like i think that's the same even if you go to like kfc isn't it or like maybe Dairy oh, Queen much. like what 
you want brown or white gravy? Oh, shit. Is it just right. colors? White, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but Just colors. I, I thought we were talking like beef or pork or chicken or something. They're like, no, no, no. No animals. Right. Just colors. Yeah. Choose your color. Well, I get okay. <laughs> but no, I this one is like a, um, this gravy that these are in is more of like a... I guess the closest way to describe it is like a cream of mushroom soup. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so not really like, so that in itself is like, that's going on the mashed potatoes. That's going on those like oh. dinner rolls. It's going to dude, it goes on mm-hmm. everything that mm-hmm. it, like everything savory, you know? Right. Yeah. The gravy from the meatballs goes on all of the other stuff essentially is what you're saying yeah yep it's so man can't wait now i'm thinking about it and uh (laughs) hey won't be too long now this i'm already getting the meat sweats (laughs) (laughs) yes the meat uh i usually end up with the not the not the meat sweats but the overeating over drinking over indulging because on my my side on my family side we just we get apps and we get alcohol and we just fucking eat and drink all day long just like not crazy you know it's not like we get shit hammered it's just that nice like right. one or two beers an hour for just like eight hours Woo. and and, like... and you're eating the whole time you know right. eating apps you got shrimp like shrimp cocktails oh yeah yeah meat and cheese platter and the meatballs and yeah see we do okay so we um we have a little bit different traditions and stuff um where santa claus because we're fucking cooler than you whoever you're if you're listening he comes to our house christmas eve bro yeah we're we're on the top of the list he shows up early we we got that shortlist, bud. Where he shows up Christmas Eve for us. So if you got him showing up Christmas morning for you, it's because you're just not cool. Deal with it. But well, I mean, <laughs> technically speaking, Santa's out on Christmas Eve delivering presents. So when you right. wake up on Christmas morning, I mean, but you're he saying is. he's already delivered the presents come Christmas Eve day. We open them Christmas Eve night. But they always magically show up, dude. Santa's real, man. They, the presents, they're like, we'll like go upstairs. Or we used to like, when we were younger, we would be at my parents' house. And then we would go to my grandma's house. And when we were at my grandma's house, we would come home. And then Santa had came. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. He just always hits us early. I'm guessing my mom like slips him a five or something or, you know, a couple of right. Leaves cookies. Under the cookies, leaves a fiver under the cookies every yeah. year. Or Sam's pretty cool it. too. Yeah. So he probably gets hooked up with like an early round of meatballs, which I'd show up early for those oh. meatballs. So I don't know the right. whole story, but we do <laughs> the whole Christmas Eve thing. But then we have like the appetizers Christmas Eve. So we'll have, you know, like the meat and cheese platter and the 
and the the shrimp mm-hmm. cocktail like all those apps are christmas eve like uh a, mm-hmm. my yep. aunt lives in south dakota now but she used to always make the like velveta rotella like chip dip deal oh yeah that, that's uh-huh. pretty bomb so like that's that's what christmas eve was so like that was the apps and stuff but i remember always yeah. trying to like wanting to have drinks too but i just i overeat pretty much all the time <laughs> so so i just like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how too much and then i hammered too right right exactly i'd have like one drink and i'm like oh man i'm gonna have some of this bourbon because it sounds good and then i eat and then i'm just like fuck i really want to have a bourbon i just have no room i can't <laughs> I just <did> nothing. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's for sure and we actually do ours on we do that uh all on christmas eve too because then on christmas day we either have ours or you know we have the other side of the families and it's just one of those oh, situations sure. where we we you know usually the eating and drinking like you end up falling asleep and then you come home Christmas day and go on to the other half. And that's the, that's the ham and potato side, the big old, the big old meal, ham, potatoes, you know, your, what you think of from this area of the world, uh, halfway seasoned meat with a little, with a lot of potatoes on the side. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've come to expect from the middle of the middle of the country. Potatoes. Lots of potatoes and a little bit of salt and pepper on ham not ham just any all the meat it's just so bland to me god i i'm <laughs> no shade at anybody making the ham and the potatoes like good for you and everything like that but like i tried to honey i i was getting so bored with it i was like i'm gonna glaze this ham this time i'm gonna get brown sugar i'm gonna like make a glaze uh, a brown sugar glaze for it yeah dude and i'm gonna throw it on and i'm gonna figure it out and i fucked it up but what are you gonna oh, do really? you know it didn't break the ham for the it didn't break the ham for the meal though like it just didn't it just didn't get hard and sticky so i think i just had too much water in it because mm. i know now that brown sugar melts pretty easily anyway so i probably could have just thrown brown sugar straight up on top and watched it yeah. melt and put it back in the oven i think it's kind of hard to get it to have like that stickiness like i think it is always yeah. just kind of wet and it like runs off i've made a couple of hams now and like i use you gotta like constantly keep basting it and glazing it and stuff but like you get the stuff on there and i just never mm-hmm. i never really achieved that like stickiness i get the flavor there but it's yeah. just never hits that like level of stickiness but it's very kind of ironic that you say this and that it just happened, but I was upstairs before we did this podcast and my wife was watching um, whatever the fuck Guy Fieri does where he goes to like the other restaurants and sh- they show him how they make their oh, like yeah. famous Triple foods. Or, is that what it is? The diners, drive-ins and dives? Is diners, that- drive-ins and dives. Triple D. Yep. Triple D. So, yeah, we watched the shit out of that show. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was at some place that had like some famous like smoked glazed ham or whatever. And this dude mm-hmm. was throwing like handfuls of this like sugary rub. I can't remember all the ingredients, but he was like tossing it on the top, but he had a big ass fucking blowtorch, And he was, mm. he was just literally like melting it on with that. What? The yeah. Fuck? So you're saying he'd had like a handful of dry rub, basically like, 
mostly sugar, dry rub. Right, he right. He would throw it on the meat and then he would hit it with this gigantic blowtorch? Yeah, like he had the torch like kind of at the meat already and he was just kind of like tossing the sugar on it and just melting it on there. Like, oh. And then after um, he gave Guy some, uh, Guy's like eating some of it and he's like, oh, the crust on this is melted to some of these pieces. It's almost like toffee. So it like completely, oh yeah. Dude. So like, like almost the literal definition of a candied ham. Like, dude made like right. a candy shell <laughs> on this thing. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, that's it, crazy. No wonder uh, I fucked up. I totally didn't even get close to that. Yeah, which I never used the blowtorch either. I tell my wife is <laughs> we've been screwing up this ham by not using the blowtorch. She could be like, "What? <laughs> no, I don't like, know. I, I gotta go. I gotta go to the store. I gotta. I gotta run to the hardware store. I need a blowtorch. It's right. Christmas Eve. Might have to do some looking into that. I don't know. I feel weird about using like the propane flame on stuff. I yeah. don't have a propane grill. Mm-hmm. What? That's what people. A lot of people use propane grills, so it must not be too weird. So. Yeah, I know. I do the same. I've I've been wondering the same thing as I've been really getting into cooking shows here in the last, you know, few years. I say few, but it's been it's been quite a few years. But I always see them with the torch and like the creme brulees that they're doing. Right. And they got right. this torch out and they're they're doing it and I'm just like, wait, is that actually like a food safe one like did they buy that at like a kitchen store that has a certain kind of propane or a certain kind of right. fuel in it well, and those... like the metals made out of certain things and like i i think i'm way overthinking it because i'm pretty sure you can just go get any fucking like you said propane torch and yeah just... and I, right i don't know like those real little handheld ones i think that's butane not propane so i don't know if the oh, right, fuel right. makes a difference you know like yeah i I definitely would think that some fuels make a difference. Like if somebody tried to tell me I cooked a chicken on my grill using gasoline, I'd be like, I'm not eating that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. right. Yeah, 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 for sure. You're just like, wait, unleaded gasoline? Like you went, like what? The stuff you put in the mower? Like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, 91 octane, bro. I got the good shit. Like, nah, I'm (laughs) still good, dude. I'm not eating. Burns hotter. Right, I'm not eating your gas chicken. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely seen, though, like those blue torches that basically everybody has in their garage around here. Those blue torches with the, like, clicker lighter right on top there. Yeah, I got one of those. Turn on the... Yep. Yeah, dude, I've seen people use those on cooking shows for sure. So I'm just kind okay. of, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I think I'm way overthinking this situation. Yeah, I mean, all I can think of is that like, you know, you, the majority of, I shouldn't say the majority, but at least half of the people out there have propane grills instead of the charcoal. So if mm-hmm. you can use propane to grill your food every day and i don't hear people saying that they can taste the gas then i would think you don't have to worry about that no right propane handheld yeah no see again you're making good points that i just don't think about i have a propane grill that's how i grill all summer long it's the only thing i got not that i wouldn't prefer charcoal but that's a different story point being is yeah duh it's just a propane grill one burner propane grill in your hand it's got to be fine right 
Any more any more Christmas food situations you want to talk about? Because uh, I I want to talk about Christmas drink quick. Well, I gotta say, I do rock the pirouettes. The uh, what? Like when it comes to you know, there's all these co- sorts of cook- Christmas cookies. Everybody's rocking all their favorites. You know, you got okay. You you got the gingerbread and the uh, molasses cookies and all that good stuff. I mm-hmm. fuck with some pirouettes, dude. The pirouettes. You need to explain a pirouette because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. I thought that so, was a ballet move. Yeah, they, it, I think it is, but I think these are they're so <laughs> they're so fancy that they're named after a ballet move. That's how fancy they are. Um, <laughs> they have different flavored ones, but it's basically like I haven't tried any of the other ones because I only like the chocolate ones, but they have. Oh, so it's almost like an, think of it as like a big edible straw where the outside is like this crispy mm-hmm. cookie and then it's filled with mm-hmm. chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I think Pepperidge, yeah, and I think there's different brands, but the Pepperidge Farm ones are called Pirouettes. And that's my yep. jam. You get like a tin of them and I just... Mm-hmm. Hammer those things down, dude. I can't stop myself. I open them up and I eat the whole damn tin. And then I'm just like, that was so just stupid. That fucking tin is gone. <laughs> I feel like shit. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, well, I'm not a huge sweets guy, but like I end up, we end up with those, um, those really, really soft sugar cookies. The ones that must be basically made out of butter. And then they have like the, the quarter inch to like half an inch thick layer of frosting on top. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? You get them at the grocery store at target. You become like a dozen or something like that. Oh, see, we get them shits and those are my favorite cookies of all time. I, well, I shouldn't say that not of all time, but like they're, they're like the guilty pleasure cookie where I'm just like, Oh fuck! If I have the opportunity to take that cookie over any other cookie, probably gonna take it. But yeah, they're like <laughs> I, they're so horrible. They always have sprinkles on top. There's so much <laughs> frosting. Those things, like I said, the cookie has to be made out of basically just a hardened butter, for lack of a better way of putting it. It's just, dude. That's like so all cookies. Good. All cookies are like point. some version of like flour and butter and i i forget how it works like and that's it you add oil flour, and butter, sugar. egg yeah the difference between like cake and a cookie is like adding like oil and egg or something i don't know but mm-hmm. it's yeah they're all pretty much the same and then you just add different ingredients in it but i'm right I like yeah oh. those pirouette ones are different i don't know how you make those little crispy tubes but ooh. Oh, I know those that those things are crazy. I love the texture of those things, though. They're so good, dude. That's the thing. It's like the texture and the flavor. I'm a chocolate guy. I like chocolate. So when you like you mix Mm. that like crispy Mm -hmm. texture in with that soft chocolate in the middle, just hits Mm -hmm. all the buttons. The one thing that hit all my buttons, I wasn't expecting eggnog, dude. I make eggnog and I love it, dude. 
Uh-huh. I make eggnog. Now that eggnog that comes in the fucking um, canister that you used to get at lunchtime during school, fuck that eggnog, dude. Mm, fuck that eggnog. It's gross. I, I don't think I ever even gave cafeteria eggnog a shot i don't remember having that they just passed on that right no, away no 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 it's not it's not actually cafeteria you remember where you used to you remember the milk carton that you used to get your oh like, yeah okay percent chocolate milk in yeah yep, yeah yeah yep, i guess you, you can buy eggnog in that shit during the holiday season you oh, can just buy it straight right. up just like eggnog and it's in that thing it's right, gross I get it's you. fucking gross dude and you can get it prepackaged too with like rum in it and stuff like that if you go to the liquor store to get it. Um, I got it once and added rum to it. So either way, I, I've I've done it. The that right. version of eggnog and it's so nasty, but I made it. I just found an Alton Brown ep, uh Alton Brown oh, recipe dude. Alton on is the, best. the internet and whipped it up. Isn't he, dude? Yes. I have like the First three seasons on DVD of Good Eats. Alton's the best, dude. Oh fuck yeah, dude! You found the DVDs. That's so sick. Yeah, I had. I think Shannon got them for me for Christmas or something. I wanted them. Like he, just, I love the science he drops behind it. Uh huh. Like just yes. getting into He's so it. So like, good. Like he yeah. found such a good balance there with like the science and the fun and the like t- actually cooking too like you learn how to cook but then you learn a ton about the actual cooking it's like whoa is this what culinary students go through right i think i think he had me with panko like oh do, do, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. how do you know how they make panko like traditional panko like how they started it so yeah you told me but tell it so you tell take it's it's nuts you take so basically the way he describes it is you take your like batter to make your breadcrumbs or whatever uh, you know they're not breadcrumbs they're they're different it's like a batter and you spread that batter on basically like a screen door and it's just like the bare metal of a screen door or whatever and then you electrify that shit and that's what just like that- makes all these little crispy bits oh my that- god and that's that how it cooks nuts? it basically just inducing yeah. the electricity or induct the chocolate yeah. Chocolate, <laughs> the chocolate, <laughs> the electrical introduction to the batter, and that yeah. that's what cooks it. That's yeah. fucking wild. Dude. Just the electricity and that, like it heats it up fast, and it just happens quick and bam. That's why it's like airy and crispy, and that's why it's like a different texture that you can't really recreate because you gotta right. electrify a screen door to pull it off. <laughs> that is something the japanese would come up with that's so fucking wild right but yeah i mean it's it's that sort of thing that actually made me make eggnog because i i was just like how could this be such a big deal like why is everybody talk about eggnog all the time there has to be something i'm missing here and it turns out yeah you are missing it because it's made with raw egg so nobody does that they use cream and shit and if you look up Elton's recipe, he's like, it's raw egg. Don't make this recipe. It's made with raw egg. Don't do it. And then he tells you how to make it. Because <laughs> he's just like, hey, you shouldn't do this because you could get sick. And then he's just like, all right, have all the children left the room? We're going to get weird. Right. You know? 
Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's actually not that big of a risk because eggs are pasteurized in America and that could happen and it does happen. And it's just like he knows that, okay, you're an adult, make adult decisions, do what you want. But right. I do it. I've done it. You got to have a mixer for it, though. Holy moly. Well, you got to have a mixer because you got to whip the shit out of them. And, oh, really? Uh, takes, oh, yeah. There's no way you do that by hand. So, mm, that's nuts. So, basically, what you're telling me, based off of that, is that, like, the difference between eggnog and, like, meringue is you leave the yolk in. Oh, I mean... Not entirely because there's still like oh, a lot right. of right. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot more stuff liquidy, like that yeah, in, in it still. Yeah, the, it's not the eggs to the are point just of part like of where it. it's foam yeah. like the egg whites. But yeah, dude, I never, I never tried to make it. I never thought of it before. That's nuts. But yeah, I, I would say like in this country, like raw eggs, mm-hmm. you don't have to be that nervous about because what do you hear about people getting sick all the time? Your lettuce. Isn't that messed up? That's where people get sick all the time. They're like, oh, yeah, we're recalling all this little lettuce mm-hmm. again. Everybody's got mm-hmm. the shits. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know why that is? Because they fertilize it with chicken shit, and then nobody cleans it. Right. Yeah. And the eggs are, like, yeah. self-contained. So you're like, yeah, it could. But, no, we're pretty – you're pretty safe on the they're, eggs. They're, like, They're pasteurized. It's pretty safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not scared. All right, man. Well, that's, you know, I mean, that that's pretty it. I, I just wanted to talk about eggnog and, and the, the realities of making it versus that shit that comes in the container. No, I need um, to make it. I think, yeah, dude, you should. And you'll, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll put the freaking link in the description even just that way because that is, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start doing stuff like that. Um. What's the, do you, do you put, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question though. Do you put booze in your eggnog? Oh yeah, dude. So there's bourbon and brown rum. You have to get brown rum, which you'll know from Jamaica because Jamaica, Jamaica had brown rum, even though we may not have known it at the time we were drinking brown rum when we got rum drinks, like just straight up asking for like a drink with rum in it. Um, and once you taste it, you'll know right away. You're like, Oh Oh shit. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's got I've a pile been... of br- it's got a pile of uh, brown rum in it and some bourbon and it's uh it's great. It's fantastic. It's not super oh, strong yeah. like as far as like alcohol content, right? Like it's way outweighed um in comparison to the other liquids and stuff in it. So um uh, it's pretty comparable to like a beer. Yeah, I didn't know if you like that's why I was wondering if you're like spiking it later, if you're making it with booze in it, but I should. Oh yeah. No, there's uh, booze in the, in the recipe. In the recipe. All right. Yeah, dude, I'll have to check that out. And then to, just in case people were wondering and confused when you said like we drank, uh, in Jamaica, we went to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I got married in Jamaica. So Josh was out there and we were all in Jamaica at a mm-hmm. all-inclusive resort where we were just ordering, booze after booze after booze and we drank a lot of rum so yep a lot of rum down there that's that's a fact so yeah that's that's what i meant is yeah and for your uh for your wedding we were we would just order 
drinks with rum in it. And I'll tell you right away, as soon as you taste it, man, you're going to go like, oh, oh shit. Because it's not, it's not, not brown spiced. rum is not Captain. Right, not yeah, spiced Captain rum. is spiced oh. rum. Yep. And okay. then other rums are just clear. You'll, you'll know it. You have to find yeah. specifically brown rum right, for it. And it. trust there's, me, it's a game changer. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Cause silver rum sucks. Agree. Yeah. Oh, silver rum. Philip silver rum. Gross. Yeah. All right. No, enough booze talk. What would a holiday special be, Tim, without a little gift on a little, little gift unwrapping, on a little gift opening? There we go. That's what it is. That's yeah, what you man. call it, right? Gift opening. Right. So uh, we got a little pre-recorded gift opening here that we'll we'll cut to. Just a heads up. You're going to want to see the video on this one. It's going to be much better with video. So go over to YouTube. Just look us up. Real AFTV. R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. Although that doesn't, that sounded like two separate words. Like I was saying, R-E-E space L. That's not what it is. It's real with two E's. AFTV. Look us up on the YouTube. R-E-E-L-A. F T V, but it's dot R E E L A F dot TV on the. Yep, you'll be able to find the link to the YouTube channel there for sure, and then you'll be able to see this video part. But uh, you know that's that's how it's going to go. It'll still be here for you, audio listeners. So hang in there, listen to it, check it out. Let's go to the gift opening. Tim, what's a holiday special without a little gift opening? How about this? Uh, it's not a holiday special, I would say. That's what I think. So I emailed myself. Emailed myself. I mailed myself. I ordered some stuff <laughs> on. I emailed myself some physical product. <laughs> nice. Uh, the so time we're living in. Oh, I know, right? 2020, baby. <laughs> so... On Black Friday, I actually went on to Fleet Farm and I ordered some fishing stuff. So here All right. we are. Oh, nice. Wrapped up. I figured we'd do a little gift opening for the Real AFTV holiday special. Ooh, Real AFTV Blue. Look at that, huh? Just so you know, I, I know what I ordered, but I don't know what I got, if that makes any sense. I'm going to need you to explain it because... Because I just ordered stuff. <laughs> That's the just best way. Stuff. Yeah, Why just not stuff? Hey, it's on sale. That's how I do most of my. That's how I started in the whole like fishing realm. Is like you just looking at stuff and you're like, you see something on sale. You I don't know exactly what this is, but it doesn't cost much, so let's give it a shot. Right. And <laughs> wait. You hear that one? Okay. Like a part bait, rattle trap. Okay, I, I could I because I ordered it. I know it's a rapala. I don't know exactly what I got. No, not rapala. Rattle trap. A rattle trap? No, no, it's a rapala. Yep. Oh, it is a rapala. Oh. Also, Damn. just so you know, this is real. This is real size. It is the size of my head. I bought a jerk bait. Yeah, dude. If you follow us on Instagram. Reallyf.tv on Instagram. Um, I have a, we posted a photo of me with a smaller bass and a jerk bait in its mouth. Um, I thought that's what I was getting. 
<laughs> that bait was about this big. Um, well, you got the you got the tail dancer right there, right? Isn't that what it says, tail dancer, or is that just a jerk bait? Oh, hold on. I don't know if my autofocus is on. Let me change my autofocus to be on. Okay, yeah, here. Can you read that? Um, it I got. Says, can I move this? It says it says down no, deep got, husky jerk. Down deep husky. Oh yeah, jerk. so that's the husky jerk. So that's oh. the oh that's yeah the here. Rappler's jerk bait. <laughs> uh, how about that? That's a little bit easier to read. There you go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make you read the damn little tag. So yeah. So the 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 husky jerk is a jerk bait, just like what you were expecting, except for the down okay. deep husky jerk has that big old bill so you can like mainly uh that's going to be used for like trolling and stuff you can use it for casting but because it goes so deep like a lot of people use that for trolling get it down deep and just let it run oh. but look at look at the top oh. of the like this part like yeah. i just saw right here this right here yep. there it goes out of focus there it comes yep. in okay yeah so you're telling me I should have read Dives this when I was deep. actually ordering online. It probably would have told me that. Mm, maybe. I don't know if they list that kind of stuff where it says dives too, but Rappola puts it on the box of everything they make. It's a it's a nice feature. Yeah. I like it was crazy because as you told me that, I looked down and there it was. Ten to twenty feet. Yeah. That's not what I was fishing with the bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you can, you can still get it out there like if uh, I mean you can still cast that like if you're trying to get to the deep weed edge or whatever the husky jerk I mean that one's the the old school ones I believe are floating so I don't know if that one says on that same information on the top I don't know if it says that that's a suspending or not prov it or, it says prov nade n-a-g-e P-R-O-F dot N-A-G-E. Uh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that stuff is. What about, what about that tag? Does that say floating or sinking? This tag? This tag that I'm messing with Does right it say here? floating? Okay. No, Sometimes no. Sometimes it says floating or sinking. I want to say oh, that. Oh, hey, I want to look at this. I think. There it is. Suspending. Oh, suspending. Rat. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, what so does that that'll mean? Just, that'll just stop. When you're when you're fishing, when you stop, it just stops. It won't sink. It won't. It won't. That was backwards. It won't sink. It won't float. It'll just stay in the middle. <laughs> oh, okay. So like you get it down to 10, 15 yep. feet, and it just sits there. Or yeah, dude, pull it down. Long cast because it's a, a when you're trying to get lower, like it, long cast just helps you can get it down to that depth and work it there. But you could cast that out. Reel it down to the deep water edge and then just work it like you did that jerk bait in the Instagram photo, except for your fishing. And huh. Okay. How do you get it? But okay, once you get it down there, so how do you get it down there? Reel the hell out of it? I don't even know how to dive it. Yeah, that bill, that bill does all the work. You just have to reel like you normally would, but that bill does all the work. That'll get you down there. That's why and it's such a big bill. Okay. And then it just suspends itself somewhere between ten and twenty feet. Well, it'll it'll reel down like the the ten to twenty feet part. Um, really, it, it has variables between like your line diameter and what line you're 
like using between like monofilament that floats or fluorocarbon that sinks and then the thinner line will help you get down lower like if you had high test line like if you were using like eight pound test versus like 15 pound test it'll okay. get down deeper on eight pound tests oh holy shit dude yeah what am i fishing yeah, and like thing now because... <laughs> oh floats. sorry keep going oh no a monofilament floats so like if you're using mono, it's you're not going to get it as down down as far as like if you're using fluorocarbon that sinks. Oh, okay. or there's also like people troll with lead core where the it's so it's what it sounds like the line has a lead core, and then you can get the shit down way deeper than what the lure even says. What the hell? Okay. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> I've never heard strictly, of that. That's strictly trolling stuff. You can't you can't cast. I like court. I mean, maybe you could. I never tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then uh, I was thinking I was getting something to fish bass with that I could just toss out there and work like I did that one time when yeah, we went dude, out for Instagram. That, you but... can catch bass with that. That's, that's a that's – a, yeah, thing. you can catch bass with that. Bass will eat that for sure. But that's a, that's a real famous walleye lure too. The husky jerk is uh, big time. Like that's why the walleye – that's what that mainly is used for. Like you can still use it for bass fishing, but like if you, I would say like nine out of ten people, like if you saw them coming in to buy that deep dive and husky jerk, and you asked them what they're targeting, they're gonna tell you walleye. Huh. Well, love me some walleye. So hopefully, awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think that might be that might be too like just regional. Like in Minnesota, you're gonna get that answer. Down south, right, they probably right. use, you know, the things for bass. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. And sorry, guys, for the audio listeners. I um, I should explain this a little bit more um, in depth of what we're doing uh, because this is primarily a video for the YouTube channel. That's where we're going to put this chunk up. It, I'm not saying the whole holiday special is going to be video, but we are definitely going to put this chunk, chunk up. In video so I got myself oh I don't know Tim how long is this thing nine inches 12 10 I know <laughs> uh, five and three quarters six in that should be on the box too oh okay yeah 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 five and a half five and a half there you go yep. okay. I was a quarter inch off five and three quarters inch okay so it's a five and a half uh, but that's only that's measuring the husky jerk itself, not from the bill not to the, the end. bill. Okay, so it's got another two and a half inch yeah. bill on it. Yeah, that's, that's probably yeah, that's probably like eight inches. Okay, three hooks. That's what she said. <laughs> three hooks. Three. What are these? What kind of hook is this called? Because it's got three hooks on the hook. Treble. Treble hook. Okay. Treble hooks. So yeah. I got three treble hooks bigger, on here. The bigger, one you know, the front. Oh, bigger. go ahead. You know you're using a bigger jerkbait when you got the three hooks. If it gets a little oh. bit smaller, you, they only have two. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, it's a it's a five and a half. Just the bait probably got a two and a half, three inch lip on it to make it deep dive. Uh, yep. As Tim said, got three treble hooks on it. One near the front, almost one in the middle, and then one on the tail. Purple and chartreuse nose. It's got purple down the back, chartreuse nose, white belly. Go over to YouTube. Just yep. look up Real AF TV on YouTube. You'll be able to see the whole thing. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, during a gift opening, you got to do video. So also, sorry for the audio quality, audio listeners. This is going to be a different sound. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Let's go to the next one. Just a plain old happy holidays bag. Same bag. Same size. Um, Northland. Happy holidays. Oh, what? Juice? Oh. Yeah, well, it just feels like I should have just like a whiskey neat. Happy holidays. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. <laughs> so, so I got some Northland tackle here. Yeah. Got uh, to go ice fishing. Okay. I thought that these were going to be spoons, like the size of a spoon. <laughs> and I got myself, <laughs> oh, I don't know. What is this? Half inch, maybe? <laughs> yeah, they're little. They're very small. Yeah, I thought are, they were spoon are, size. Yeah, no, every, they're all called spoons, but those are basically like ice fishing jigs. Oh, You got okay. the bucktail is your the long one. I know that spoon. How, or the, the buckshot, right? Oh, yeah, they both the say buckshot, buckshot spoon on them. Both say buckshot spoon? I don't know the one that's like shaped different. Okay, so let the, me get the into The buckshot it. with the red, that long one I know, but that other one I don't know the okay. shape. So I got a buckshot rattle spoon. That could just be the hook in the package. What am I doing? <laughs> oh, look, this one's exclusive. probably the rattle. Exclusive. Let's go. It's shaking. Exclusive. Rattle. Exclusive rattle. I don't rattle. Also, go I'm over trying. to go to the YouTube channel. You're not making to... any noises. <laughs> go to the YouTube channel to see my sweet holiday sweater. I'm definitely wearing a winter ugly Christmas sweater. Sorry, Tim. I didn't mean to just put you on the spot. Like nice sweater you don't have. A black hood. Very festive. Classic. Okay, so here's the buckshot rattle. I don't hear it. Nothing. Maybe I need to hold it. I mean, that's the rattle one? Yeah, it says it is. Do it has know? a rattle in it. I know. You can see the rattle right there. I don't know. Yeah, it's got one in there. This one? But it's so small. It's small. Um, I thought it was the size of a perch, and it's more like about it? two inches, probably. It's green like a perch, kind of, or something like that. Uh, and it says, yeah, UV. Like what's a, this UV? What's this? How come this yeah, one like, is different from the other one with this giant UV on it? Um, they, they have paint that's like UV, like reactive, like it, it, it like absorbs the UV light better. Like the fish can see that UV light really well. Oh, really? Holy yeah. They, I forget how it works. They like, they like see in UV or whatever. Oh yeah. Here it it's, is. It's different. So like it helps them it helps them hone in on it. Visually. It helps a fish hone in on it. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Interesting. Oh yeah, look at yeah. that. And Walmart. that's basically both both of what you got there are basically I said both both of what you got there are basically like uh ice fishing jigs. Oh really? Okay. I mean there's nothing wrong with that. We're going into ice yeah. fishing season, so no, yeah, you could you could use them in the summertime, like 
Okay. They work, but they're they're like panfish jigs in the in the summertime, but in the in the winter, like people people catch everything on them, like walleyes and stuff. But nobody really uses those in the summer. Oh, okay. But I think like I I use I use some I use some jigging spoons, some smaller ones for panfish and some little bit bigger ones for like bass and stuff okay. on certain days. But I those are ice fishing jigs really. <laughs> okay. I mean, but all you, you basically just like most people just put some live bait. They tip the the treble hooks with some live bait, or they have a lot of artificials these days that mimic live bait, like gulp or whatever. And you just throw whatever you want on there, and then jigger up and down for a while. Really? Yeah, I don't know that that shape is unfamiliar to me. Okay, I don't know yeah, if that's it's actually... got like a, like a winged one. I, you know, I don't I don't know. I'll try to read the package a little bit, but like, yeah, these. So they both have the little red treble hook on them, but this one's actually like red, right? Like it's a red and yeah. black kind of jig, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. and it's a red and black and shiny, but it's got these wings on it, almost like a skate or a uh, flounder, you know, some kind of flat bottom fish from the ocean. Yeah, I wonder if that's made to, some of those have a little bit of like a wing on them to make them just like dance a little bit more but that looks so vertical that i don't really know how that works but it's definitely the same spoon that one just has those wings oh yeah i don't know no they are they they're like they're almost identical with that this one just has the wing shape to it i mean when you hold them up next to each other they're and and they both have the rattle in them did you see that see yep i see that yeah Yeah, so you got you got one you know like one's the the base model with like the outdoor paint and the other one's the red chrome with the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you do put bait on this still though. Yeah. Well, when you're ice fishing, like people, yeah, they tip like they'll put like a minnow head on there plus some night crawlers or whatever. Ice fishing is, is a weird situation. Like where if you did that same stuff in the summertime, yeah. You won't have that good of luck, but you just put a ton of live bait on a jig, and I don't know if it's cold and they're more desperate that they'll just come and eat it, but huh. it's like a whole different world. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, dude, I would never, sure. I would never, tip, yeah, I would never tip a tiny treble hook with a bunch of live bait in the summer <laughs> like that, but that might be per- personal preference too, I guess. I just don't ice fish like I regular fish. It's just weird sure sure well hopefully we'll be able to get somebody on in january with the ice fishing here after this holiday special and try to get somebody on the podcast who can talk about it better than me and you because we're going to be in ice fishing season and i don't know i want to talk yeah, about it i don't, know, I don't know anything i don't about know it. about ice fishing but i'm definitely about to get into it and i'm hoping that we can get some of that stuff on video and uh, we yeah. can all learn together Exactly. That's the whole point of Real AF TV, man. And that's not the point of the holiday special, but hey, we got some learning done. Let's uh Yeah. So, I know what they are for sure. Like I have I have the buckshot jigs like I've I've used them before. I have ice fished. Just I don't have a house or anything else, so I'm at right. the mercy of like going with whoever has it set up already. Right, yeah. Yep. Same here, same here. We'll we'll have to uh get those ice fishing experiences on the podcast but that's the gif opening section i only bought the three 
lures. So uh, I guess we could just go back hey. to the back to the old regular part of the special. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up. What a goofy ass gift opening we had there. Um, <laughs> if you think that I, if you think that I am like joking with my lack of knowledge. Uh, if you think I'm just playing a part, I just want to clarify, I am not. I am not. <laughs> we, if you don't know, uh, we introed this podcast uh, in the fall or in the summer. Damn, dude, when did we start this podcast? It's been a while already. If you didn't know, go back all the way to the beginning when we intro this. Is Tim knows this fishing stuff. I know the geeky stuff and how to release this podcast. And I got us all the re- like recording equipment set up and stuff like that. I'm telling you, man, my ignorance on that fish and stuff that we just watched is or listened to, depending on where you're consuming this content. It's for reals, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like not not knocking you, but he ain't joking. Like we go fishing, he's like, "What should I use? Like what? Oh, and this." Like that'll catch a fish. I'm just like, yep, that'll catch a fish. So <laughs> it's no joke. It's just, it's just <laughs> not, it's just not your your wheelhouse. But it will be. Yeah, damn right. I mean, I think that's what got us starting this. Is that like, I don't really know that much, but I can get us a podcast going. And you know a lot about fishing, but you're not afraid to admit when you're wrong and do research to learn more. And that's what we base this on, right? Exactly. Yep. Got to keep learning and stuff. And I love that you don't know everything because then I can be talking about fish and stuff and then you can ask the questions that probably the people that are listening are asking people. If you got any questions, if I didn't say anything right, hit us up on the the social medias. I'd be happy to answer the questions because there's a couple of times where I'll be have talking about something and listening to it. And then all of a sudden I say something else and I'm like, I didn't even finish that fucking sentence (laughs) (laughs) hey that's also part of our charm so hopefully (laughs) hopefully you guys dig it too it's just like it's just part of what we do man i don't know we we do have wandering minds we have curious wandering minds i don't know that's why we did this like learning laughing let's not be stuffy and just uh you know learn with everybody and teach something I think I think we're good here on this holiday special. I mean, I feel like we got ourselves a good Christmas special ready to roll out. Uh, you want to end on a charity on a charity note, man? It's it is yeah, this happy season of giving. Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Let's let's do that. Let's let's because I got one. I got a I got something in the mail. Did you know people still put letters in the mail? It's a thing. Like from an actual person. Like I get US, flyers no, constantly. No, no. Constant, yeah, uh, you're right. Constant flyers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get okay. Con- no, I, like, I, this come by our shit all the time, but that's about it. Or like Christmas, like this time of year, I get right. Christmas cards, and I get ads, and that's it. Oh, and bills, and that's yeah. all that you get bills. Yeah, yeah. Right, bills come in the mail too. Yeah, no, yeah. I got this. Uh, I got this nice little donation sheet, and I was like, huh. Wonder why? Because you could just go to their website, and then I was like, "Wait a minute! If I do a check, I bet you it's less processing. They probably actually get more of the money." So I'm actually going to write a check, old school. Oh yeah, to these guys. Yeah. So I got Bountiful Basket Food Shelf, 
that's who they are. Um, I actually know where they are. I've been thinking about them for a while because when COVID hit is when I really started to think about it more because I know the food shelves got pretty overwhelmed as people were kind of getting laid off and stuff like that. And it just made me think, but also during the holidays, then I always overindulge as we already talked about. And it just made, it made me think about this little local charity here in, in my hometown there. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, and so, yeah, it's bountifulbasketfoodshelf.org. That's how you can, anybody out there, if you want to help, you know, contribute to a food shelf and give a little bit of uh, food, I guess, for for more than one day, right? It doesn't just have to be for the holidays. And uh, uh, the money here, they have broken down like 30 bucks is 90 meals, 50 is 150, and 100 is 300 meals. And, uh, you know, you can just donate any amount, really, but... It's bountifulbasketfoodshelf.org online. I'm going to write a check to them here for 30 bucks, And when we're done with the podcast, uh, pretty passionate about that during the holidays is think about how much I eat and how some people actually depend on that food shelf to have food in it. Right, yeah. That's man. it, man. Uh, That's all I got. I feel, I feel all mushy about it. That's all I can right. – I'm, I'm going to stop being all mushy now. Well, just everything. I mean, it's not just the the food shelf and stuff, like with the whole COVID and whatnot going on. Like, just, you know, do what you can. There's the food shelf and stuff. I know, uh, me personally, this time of year, I like to do stuff like the angel tree. So, like, it's too late for that, honestly. By the time this comes out, you're you're not going to have time. Mm-hmm. Like, this is coming out Christmas week. But I think the toys for tots you can still do like, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. especially like with this whole COVID shit. Some of these people are having a hard time just being able to pay their bills and stuff. So there's, I feel like a, a lot of families that are just, you know, like Santa's just not gonna make it this year for some right. of these families, and that shit mm-hmm. sucks, dude. I I can't even imagine Big time. what that would be like to to have a kid and not be able to to get them presents or, or have Santa come to them, you know, like it's just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just gnarly. Like for sure. But like so you can still do like a Toys for Tots deal. Um but Yeah. But do you want to explain what's an angel tree? Because that's like, what you said yeah. at the beginning. I'm not even right. totally sure what an angel tree so, is. So like an angel tree is something that like they're not everywhere. They're kind of uh, seem to be harder to find they they seem to be harder to find these days so basically um what it is they might be called other stuff by other people but like we've always referred to them as angel trees and, and what they are is there's mm, okay. there'll be like a christmas tree inside like a walmart is where i used to find ours and you go in there and there's okay. ornaments on the tree that are like cut out pieces of paper that look like angels and on these angels they have mm like age four boy and then what they want for christmas you know it'll be like uh whatever and i like to hand like i personally like to hand pick the person like i like to read through and find the one where i'm like damn that's rough like Mm -hmm. these parents like hopefully there's no shitty people that hear this and they're just like oh that's how i get the good shit but I like to, you know, <laughs> they'll have like, uh, I'm looking through the ornaments and not saying that these other kids don't deserve anything, but they'll have like a kid that 
it shows like uh i want an xbox game or whatever and then i look at it and i'm like "Ah, Mm -hmm. dude's already got an xbox next like (laughs) (laughs) so i'm looking and i'll find one where they'll have like uh it'll be like four-year-old girl like needs pants and shirts and you're like fuck Mm -hmm. man they're like Mm -hmm. you know how cheap clothes for a four-year-old are like unless you're trying to go like At name Walmart. brand stuff, you get the Granimals. Like you can get like dollar shirts, ten dollars. I can get Holy you a whole shit. wardrobe. You know, like I'm, I'm, I might be. They're probably a little bit more than that, like two, three dollars or whatever. You can get like, you can skate by, and get clothes for cheap. Or there's like garage sale mm-hmm. clothes. Like this, mm-hmm. there's possibilities here, but. To be asking right. for that for Christmas always gets me where I'm just like, you just need clothes right. for your kid and you have to ask for somebody else's help. Like, I I don't even know what that's like. And it's crazy. So mm-hmm. when we see that stuff, I'm just like, you're getting them pants, you're getting that shirt and mm-hmm. everything else mm-hmm. I think a four-year-old little girl should have. Like, you're getting right. Barbies, right. you're for getting sure. crayons, you're getting like... Just like whatever I can think of, paper to even draw on, right? Like, right, yeah, cool color, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'll hook, I'll hook that little kid up with like a, a full wardrobe, but then also like all this stuff. I remember, like, <laughs> I remember like looking at Shannon, like, mom might be pissed on this one, but oh well, because <laughs> we got like <laughs> it was one for like an eight-year-old little boy or whatever that said like they needed some pants or whatever and I got like we got pants and this and that and I think some other toys and then like I always Black Friday shop so I can like stretch out the dollar yeah, yeah. more like hook these kids up I don't spend a shit ton of money on these people but I get good deals on stuff so I can still get them a lot and I hooked them up with like an Air mm-hmm. Hogs uh, remote control helicopter <laughs> and like all they wanted was pants and now you're just like right hope mom and dad aren't mad that i got your kid a thing to fly <laughs> around the house fly. <laughs> <laughs> a little flying piece of plastic destruction <laughs> right right oh uh, that's awesome man well that, yeah i've never even heard of one of those angel trees i'm sure i've seen them but i just never had anybody introduce me to it so i just thought nothing yeah, of it, right? like i'm just like oh it's another decoration yeah there's not a lot of them like i remember you know going back to the hometown shit in like the glencoe area i think they used to always have i want to say it was like g dubs or whatever back when mm-hmm. they they had like a regular restaurant and stuff it was like uh uh i want to say that's where the angel tree was but like that was some stuff i learned about when i was a kid from my parents doing stuff like that and then it just kind of like carried on with me and you know so Mm. i just i i it it hits a a soft spot just when you think about that stuff Mm -hmm. with just like christmas time and, and some people like the the thought of like kids at school where, cause I can't put myself in that situation. Like I've always had good Christmases and stuff. And the thought of being the kid where like, like you have all these good Christmases, you know, mm-hmm. and then you're the kid that shows up and has to hear about what everybody else got. 
and you didn't mm-hmm. get shit because your mom mm-hmm. wasn't able to work because she's a waitress and COVID fucked her. Mm-hmm. Like, I right. even, like, that's just right. I, I can't even imagine. I know, dude. No, I hear you. But no, I mean, you know, not everybody can give. Thankfully, me and you can. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go give to Bountiful Basket here when we're done with the podcast. I will have the link for uh, Bountiful Basket in there. But, you know, I think what me and Tim both just said right here, though, is like local stuff. Like we're thinking locally, you know, like don't think that this stuff isn't happening in your community, wherever you are. And that is, hey, we, we can give. So we're we're going to. And if you can't give, then, you know, we're not not fucking judging you good note to end on here with uh those two those two charities those two given ideas tim i liked i liked that um and i guess happy new year that's when we're coming back we won't be back now until 2021 and hopefully that year goes better than this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah man this has been the real aftv podcast you can find us by Googling around Real AF TV or just follow us on social media, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. You can find us just by searching that. Or you know what? Go to realaf.tv. We have everything right there on the website. You can find us. So if you can't donate, just post something on social media that says like, hey, you know what? I saw this charity. If you can donate, check it out. Put that on your social media page. Right. Yeah. Until 2021, Tim. Tis the giving season, and then we're then we reset and do our taxes in 2021. We'll see you then, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>